Hey folks, it's Cody Stoffer with Playmakers Corner, here to tell you about Code Red Coaching. Competing in athletics means you've lifted the weights, you've watched film, and you've got the passion. Problem is, that's what everyone else in the state has done. Perfect your game by honing in on your mental performance with Code Red Coaching. Whether you are a team or an individual, Code Red Coaching has the tools to create mentally solid habits and set up you or your team for success. Find Code Red Coaching at coderedcoaching.com or call 720-979-1914 to learn more today. That's coderedcoaching.com or 720-979-1914 today. Now back to the show. My name is Jaden Thomas. I play a slot receiver and I have committed to New Mexico State University and you're listening to Playmakers Corner. Howdy y'all. Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. We're returning back to a classic series, one that I hold very dear and enjoy quite a bit here. I'm your host for this episode, Cody Stoffer, and I am joined here by a very special guest. If you'd like to introduce yourself, where you're from, what position you play, and uh, yeah, just kind of the rundown on that. Hello, my name is Jaden Thomas. Uh, I play running back and slot receiver at Windsor High School, um, and I'm just happy to be here, and I thank Cody for letting me be on the show. Absolutely, and we're all happy to have you. You know, this is a series that, you know, we think is very important for sharing athlete's story and, you know, kind of getting your side of things um, as far as, you know, maybe it impacts the way that we evaluated something or something like that. So it gives it gives the athletes a chance to, uh, to talk to that and stuff. But, uh, you know, before we get into the numbers and the rubrics and all that stuff, we want to get to know you and just kind of your relationship with sports and ask you, what is your favorite sports memory or experience playing sports? This could be, you know, from this past season, this, you know, fall 2022 season. This could be another sport if you have a more fond memory there, or it could be like the memory that sparked your passion, whatever. What is your favorite sports memory of playing? I would definitely say my favorite sports memory would have to be my first ever year in Cold Creek playing as a young young dude when I, when we won the state title at in Denver. Uh, that was definitely one of the best moments of my life because that was like the first time I've ever played with my friends and stuff. And we were like, you know, we, we thought a lot of ourselves and it was just fun to play with each other, you know, and we won the state title and it was a big deal to all of us. So that was kind of what kicked off my football journey. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty awesome experience getting to play with people that you like and uh, winning. So that yeah. definitely helps for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. a pretty good one. And then we assume if you play sports for the most part, uh, most of us that have played sports are also sports fans. So I guess what is your favorite sport viewing experience? This could be a live game that you attended that you had a great time at. This could be, you know, watching like siblings play or this could be you know, watching a game on television that you just really distinctly remember? Um, I'd say the best sports uh, viewing that I've had is when the Broncos won that Super Bowl with Peyton Manning um, back in 2016, I believe. Yeah, We went to a game that year, and that was just super fun to watch because that offense was crazy that year, and they had a great defense too, and they were a good team. So that was probably the best sports game I've ever been to in my life and it was a and it was late in the season too and they were kicking butt so I mean they were it was an awesome experience 
Yeah, that was a fun year. One that seems really far away now. And oddly enough, I forgot to timestamp this. We are recording this on the 12th of February, which is the Super Bowl here. And uh, Jaden, you and I got to talk about it a little bit. But since we're on the topic, who do you got for the Super Bowl as of today, this recording? You know, I told you, and I'm going to say the same thing. I just, I think Patrick Mahomes is really going to expose that defense tonight. You know, he's been there before. Most of that team's been there before. They have experience in the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, I, I told you that I, the, the Eagles, you know, they had the easiest schedule out of the whole entire NFL this year. And I just, I like Jalen Hurts, man, but he's young. And I just think this is where Patty Mahomes' experience is going to shine. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, with that breakdown, who knows, maybe you have a future in uh, analyst stuff as well. So maybe we'll see on the media side of things way, way down the road. But, but, um, you know, kind of transitioning a little bit here into more your game and stuff, I guess. um, Who is someone or an athlete that you say that you try and model your game after? I mean, you're you're name dropping these names in the NFL, so I know that you know guys, and I don't know if there is a player growing up that you're like, yeah, I want to play like that athlete or that tailback, or even in high school, you know, somebody that you've seen in the NFL or on the college level, and you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to replicate that style of play in my game. Yeah, well, I mean, that player would definitely have to be Christian McCaffrey. He's been my idol growing up ever since I was young, and I just... I love him because, you know, he's versatile. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. You know, he's a great player. And ever since he was at Stanford, I've loved him. And he's just been, you know, that player that I want my game to look like. And I'm, you know, doing my best to do that. But, you know, it's hard because he's Christian McCaffrey. He's one of the best players in the league. So I still think that's a great goal to aim for. And I I think that, you know, you are a very versatile player. I think that that was pretty reflected in our grades here. You ranked overall average in the top half of receiving, especially given the opportunities that you had and stuff. And, you know, the the skill was definitely there. So I think that you do a pretty good job. And man, just your your speed and explosiveness was it popped right off the film when we watched it. And I guess you know, following, listening, if you, if you had a chance to our evaluation of your film, uh, what was kind of your reaction to that? Um, sorry, can you repeat that question again? Yeah, so I, I guess I'm just curious on what your reaction was to, to our evaluation and uh, where we had you and being the number four ranked running back in this senior class, uh, according to us here at PMC. Yeah, I thought the ranking was great. I mean, you guys saw everything that everyone else saw, you know, the explosiveness, I'd say that's a huge part of my game, my quickness and um, like all my speed. But I, I was a little shocked on the receiving part. I'm not going to lie. Cause I feel like receiving is one of the best parts of my game, which you're right. I didn't have much, like, I didn't have much, uh, you know, throwing as far as the offense goes, but I think, you know, cause I, I New Mexico state, I want to be playing slot receivers. So, now, I think receiving is a huge part of my game, and that's just kind of the big part that I try to put in there too, with the along with the speed and all the and all the rushes. Yeah, and the the skill is definitely there, and I I agree that that's that's going to be a place where you're going to have a lot of opportunity. 
And uh, yeah, the only thing that kind of uh, hampered it, I would say, is just the volume, which, you know, we try and point that out, that that's not really like that's not up to, you know, the individual players, of course. And, uh, you know, any chances that we had to watch the film and rewatch it as many times as we could is always good. Uh, but volume is definitely something considered. And like I said, that wasn't really in your control there. But um, yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that you got to, to look at those takeaways and stuff and, um, you know, kind of, you know, just hear, hear an outside perspective, I guess. And then obviously, you know, we had based off of what Gideon was talking about as well, since he got to see you in person and he put in a really strong word to very much look into entire game film of yours. And um, I'm glad that we did because I mean, it was really refreshing. Usually Colorado running, this is like one of the fastest classes we've ever had. And so, you know, I think that not only did you fit that bill, but you exceeded it. I'm very excited to see what you're able to do at New Mexico state. But uh, before we jump into that, I guess, you know, you already kind of talked about your explosiveness and your receiving. Are there any other qualities that you think from your perspective really separates you from not only other running backs, you know, in the Northern Colorado region, but in the Colorado region or just in the country, honestly, things that you pride yourself on that, you know, you definitely feel strong about that are in your bag. You know, I'd have to say one thing I'm pretty good at is I got pretty good vision. Um, I, I do a lot of drills in the off season of, you know, finding, you know, finding the right cut. You know, I do a lot of, uh, like, um, drills where I'm running and I got to go a certain way off of where the defender goes on the, in the off season. So, I mean, I pride myself on being able to have good vision when I'm running the ball, finding the right hole and getting as many yards as I can when I hit the hole with my burst. So I'd say that's one thing that separates me. Yeah, I got to agree. I mean, we talked about it in the uh, filmy valve, but that one run that you had this season against Meade, I think is just such a good example of that because even from a film perspective, it's like, where is the hole on this play? And you just showed great patience. And then, like you said, once you see it, your explosiveness really just gets you there in time. And you look at our overall scores of your vision, and I believe that it averages out to an 8.85, I want to say, is right in the middle. So looking at like four-star level vision just right here in Colorado, which is awesome. And, you know, definitely that did pop out. So I'm glad that you brought that back up. And I guess uh, you, you said that that's something that you work on in the offseason. What are some like resources that you use to improve as an athlete or as a as a tailback, wide receiver, et cetera? What are some things like working with teammates or any specific coaching? Um, yeah, my, co uh, my coaches and my teammates, we would hit the, we would hit the field a lot. I, I mean, my, uh, best friend, Chase Thomas, he's one of my teammates and he's a really great athlete too for us. Um, but we would, we'd go to the field a lot. We, we would, uh, do a lot of drills together, but a big resource I use is, uh, his, his name's Paul Anderson. He's a, he's that simple speed coach it's called, but he, um, he played college football and uh, he uh, does a lot of drills with me in the off season, you know, as a as a guy that was a return specialist and a slot receiver like me. You know, he does a lot of those type of drills and, uh, you know, he helps me out a ton. So I got to give props to him. Yeah, and that's exactly what we want to to kind of put on and, you know, share those share those good resources and just help Colorado take a step forward in general. And yeah. I mean, uh, Chase, you know, I, I had a lot of fun calling calling y'all's backfield TNT, you know, that Thomas and Thomas connection. And uh, I mean, 
I, I guess let's kind of talk about that and just like what were kind of the expectations heading into this season and what were some things that you think went well for for Windsor this year and what are some things that uh, you think are good lessons for maybe the next generation of players to learn from or the next class to learn from? Yeah, so I'd say, you know, the expectation, well, to start, you know, I I switched to, to tailback mainly as my position because I used to be a wingback. I used to run it from the side, you know, but we, we switched up our offense, which was great, I, f- I feel like. Um, but, yeah, I loved getting the ball from back there, you know, because I had better vision of where the hole was and, you know, I wasn't totally running to the side. I could I could switch sides easy if I had to, but – you know, I the expectation, you know, this year was, uh, you know, just make make the playoffs. That was a start. That was a starting goal that we wanted, and we did it. Um, you know, we had a really we had a really young team this year. We had we had quite a bit of injuries that took some guys from us. So you know, it was it was good getting those young guys in there, and getting them experience, which I think is going to help them for you know the next years to come because those guys have that varsity experience yet. But you know, I'd say one thing that held us back was. You know, just being that young, you know, we played against some great teams in Colorado and uh, they had a lot of talent. And, you know, our young guys, you know, they did they played their heart out. But, you know, it's just it's hard to compete against some of those guys we played against, you know. Um, so I I just feel like, you know, we 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 shocked some faces this year. We made it to the we made it to the second round of playoffs, played against Broomfield and they're a great team. Obviously, they had a great season and uh Cole crew, you know, he he was a great player. He was fun to watch this year. But um yeah, I'd say that's that's something that we, we uh, did well and we could learn on for the next seasons. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, something that really sticks out to me is thinking about last year, you know, making the playoffs at 4 and 6. A lot of people were, you know, wondering like is how what is what is this Windsor team all about and you know you draw what I think was a very talented senior heavy Bear Creek team in that first round last year so what was it like you know going from losing in the first round of the playoffs to Bear Creek to then beating Bear Creek in the first round of the playoffs this year I mean that's got to be nice because I mean it's it's poetic in a way too narrative wise so what was that feeling like and what were some things that you think you know, were learned from that first playoff loss, you know, from that 2021 season that helped you then overcome in this first round in the 2022 season that you think other players could apply to their programs? You know, there there was a lot of tension in that matchup that week. Um, yeah, we, we were, you know, we didn't like losing them in the first round of playoffs last year. You know, there was there was a rivalry there a little bit the next time we met. Um, and I would say, you know, for our, for the seniors this year that lost last year, you know, we came together that week and we really, we really got the team going, you know, because we, we were not going to lose to them that week because of uh, what we felt last year. So I'd say just the, the, how the team came together and practiced that week and how the seniors led it, you know, was a great, that was a great week. We loved that. Nothing really beats a, a great week of practice that then leads to a victory. So I, I'm glad that you got to experience that. And, uh, you know, that that was a solid Bear Creek team and one that was also a bit on the younger side. So who knows? Maybe we'll get Windsor Bear Creek a third year in a row in the playoffs and form like a, a pseudo rivalry out of that. But, uh, you know, I think that that's awesome. And, you know, I guess, you know, for for just a, a brief moment before we transition to what that next phase of your life looks like, what are some players that 
you know, we here at PMC should keep an ear out for and people in Colorado should kind of have on their radar for uh, Windsor players for this next coming season here? Yeah, um, I would say, uh, you know, we had we had a young we had a young uh, guard. Um, his name's Deacon. He's a he's a really big kid. And he was a he came in as a freshman this year and he actually kicked butt. But he's a big he's going to be a big dude. And he is, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember Windsor had a guy named Zach Watts, but uh, he's going to be exactly, a, uh, you know, the same type of player Zach was. And he ended up going in D1 and he's doing great at Wyoming right now. But uh, Deacon Deacon is going to be I would say he's the next big player to come out of Windsor for sure. Hey, we appreciate uh, having our ears to the ground because, uh, you know, that while those guys do put in all that work up front, they do get lost in a shuffle a little bit. Those those guards, tackles and centers. So much love to the big guys up front. I appreciate you pointing that out and we will keep an eye out on Deacon for sure. And as well as, you know, some of those guys that are going to be asked to, you know, replace your production here because you did uh, make a commitment to play football on the next level. If you want to talk about that. And uh, I guess what was that journey like? And I guess, you know, why, why New Mexico state? Yeah. So uh, yeah. Coach Nate Drawling got a hold of me one day. He's just like, Hey, we, you know, we really love your film. You know, we love, we love your speed. We love your versatility and we want to get you down here. And when I went down there, it was, I loved it. You know, the, the atmosphere was great. You know, they, they just got uh, Coach Kill, you know, Jerry Kill. It, he completely flipped that program around. He's he's changed the whole culture. And, uh, you know, I loved it. I was all in, you know, because um, something very special is happening down there. And I just wanted to be a part of it. You know, they they they, they made bowl game last year. They won the bowl game. You know, the, it's, it's rising up. The atmosphere is going up. So, you know, I'm all in for it. I want to be a part of it. And, um yeah. No, that's awesome. And I mean, that sounds like an awesome opportunity. I definitely think that, um, you know, I think that the sky's the limit for your opportunities there. And I think that, you know, I kind of talked about it on the episode, too, that, you know, your ability to also be be just an explosive athlete on multiple facets of the field. And you're you can be an X factor, whether you're catching the ball, whether you're running the ball, you know, especially in this modern day of football you know, slot receivers, they're running a lot of jet sweeps and you clearly have the vision for that. And you'll have opportunities on screens as well as, you know, special teams and stuff. I just think that your versatility, like, I mean, look, it was the reason that they were so interested in you and versatility in general is just a great way to get recruited. So, you know, for any of our younger listeners, just try and be good at everything. There's a reason that our rubric reflects versatility. And, you know, I'm glad that you got that opportunity from that. And I guess, uh, you know, while they they are a program on the rise, I, I guess what I want to say is what was the recruiting process like? I mean, you know, obviously there had to be other schools that that were kind of interested. And I guess, you know, what are some takeaways that you just have from recruiting in general and things that you maybe wish you knew before the process started? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it took a, it took a little while, but, you know, eventually schools started hitting me up. Mexico State, you know, they hit me up. And then after that, you know, other schools from around Colorado and around, you know, you know, other states around close to Colorado, they started hitting me up. And um, one thing that I would say I wish I knew 
before, you know, going into it is how much you just need to stay, you know, connected to the recruiting process. Because if you, you, you know, a lot of coaches are going to hit you up at once and you need to stay into it. Like you need to stay in contact with all of them, you know, as much as possible. And you need to put, you, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're advertising yourself, you know, you just need to put yourself out there as much as you can. And, um, I think that'll help out because there was times when I wish I would have put myself out there a little more than I did, but you know what? It ended up working out for me in the end. I got lucky, but, uh, that's one thing I would say. Yeah. Just kind of stick to it, you know? And I, I know from a lot of people, it is kind of exhausting, but, uh, you really do got to promote yourself. And, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to believe in yourself too. And, you know, obviously you got that going. I know that, you know, with high school, confidence can be a fluctuating thing but you know if you're if you're recruiting you really got to believe that you could be you know the next bison robinson or whatever you know so you got to really market yourself and uh do everything that you can so i i just want to echo that and um you know with your sights set on on new mexico state what are some things that you are going to work on gridiron wise before you get there you know i know that uh we we talked about some things that we might focus on. They probably talked about to you about some things that they might want to see. But I guess what does that all shake out for you? What does the off season leading up to New Mexico State mean to you, and what are your focuses? Um, yeah, so I'd say, you know, one focus would definitely be, you know, I, I'm, I'd like to gain, you know, eight, ten pounds before I get there. You know, I'm at, I'm. I'm at like I'm at about 176 right now. I'd like to be about 185, you know, put on put on a little weight, um, which I think will happen naturally as I as I grow. But um, and then another thing I I'm just, you know, a lot of punt returns this summer, a lot of punt returns. You know, I'm going to bring the machine out there and just take hundreds of punt returns because, uh, you know, I think that's a big thing that they're looking at me. Like uh, as soon as I get there, you know, punt returner. So I'm gonna be taking, which I I I've took a lot of punts in my high school career, so I I know the I know how it works. But uh, yeah, I'd say a lot of punt returns. No, and I'm I'm glad that you shared that insight as far as you know the quickest way to get on the field, and it's a very overlooked thing, is what I will will say is that you know special teams is a facet of the game. And uh, if you're good at it, then you're going to find a way to get on the field. And so that's nice to hear that you not only have like a focus that's, you know, you know, lift weights, get bigger, eat more and stuff like that. So I'm because I mean, let's be real. That's like everyone's focus heading into college. Right. More or less for for college football is to get bigger and just be more lean and stuff. That's that almost applies to every prospect in history of anything. But to hear that specifically you're focusing on that punt returning and doing that. I think that that is, you know, fair. That's a good thing that you have something to specifically focus on skill wise and that's applicable in game. So I, I think those are great goals and obviously wish you the best of luck in both of those things. And I guess now with, with high school ball over and you're transitioning to college and, you know, you have these things to in mind to work on, what are your goals for for college football? Are you are you trying to start as soon as possible? Are you trying to, you know, can contribute to another bowl winning game kind of team or, you know, I know that or, or earning 
more of a scholarship, I guess. Like, what is your focus heading into New Mexico State? Yeah, so um, I would definitely say a goal is for sure get on the field however I can, which that may be punt turner, that may be slot receiver. We'll see, but uh, for sure get on the field any any chance I get. You know, I got to take advantage of it. You know, I got to be ready for that moment. But, um, yeah, as far as New Mexico State football, I would definitely say, you know, we're trying to get to another bowl and, you know, we're trying to put New Mexico State on the map. I think they did a really good job of that last year, but uh, this year, you know, is an even bigger step forward, I feel like. Yeah, no, I think that uh, there's there's obviously things that you want to achieve as a uh, college athlete. And I think that, um, you know, you, you got some good things lined up. And I guess uh, this, this is a little bit I mean, you could argue it's on topic. You could argue it's off topic. But do you know or have any idea what you might be interested in studying while you're there? Um, you know what? That is actually one thing that I'm not super clear of right now. Um, I think I'm I might be switching my uh, degree a few times there. <laughs> hey, no worries. As as long as you figure it out, you know, and I guess something to let you know as a college alum is everyone kind of moves at their own pace. I have some friends that are going to be graduating in their seventh year. I have some friends that, you know, graduate like myself. I graduated in three years. So, you know, there's a wide range. Everyone's going to expect, you know, the the quote unquote stereotype is to graduate in four years. But just know everyone's, you know, kind of paths look different and you might stumble into to like a red shirt or something like that, too. And, you know, or a gray shirt, you know, there's all kinds of possibilities. So I'd say, you know, just try it try ever a little bit of everything and things that'll interest you there as as someone who's who's graduated and you know has some advice to offer just kind of get a feel for it and um yeah i guess with me passing a little bit of advice on to you what is some advice that you would pass on to upcoming high school athletes whether you know these are middle schoolers that are going to high school or maybe these are people these athletes are already in high school and you know, maybe they're going through the recruiting process or, you know, they're trying to figure out how to balance like school and athleticism and, you know, competition and stuff like that. What is just some advice you'd give, you know, like if you had like a younger sibling going through the process of high yeah. school sports, what would you tell them? Uh, I would tell them to keep their keep their grades up and really get that GPA up, GPA up, because I was actually really surprised on the amount of money that you can get in a scholarship, but just through academics. And I think that was a really big part of it for me because, you know, I have a I have a three point nine eight GPA. So I have a pretty I'm I'm doing pretty good there. And I got pretty smart guy off of that. So I, I would say that's a big part for getting, you know, if you want to go to college and get scholarships uh, for future athletes. I'm glad that you brought that up, too, because, I mean, if if you're an athlete who's smart and, you know, Maybe you don't get a full ride through athletics, but, you know, it's a business. You talked about it. Everyone talks about recruiting. It's a business. And so, you know, if a school really wants you, they try and package something together for you, you know, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize even if you go per se like the D2 route, you know, they don't give out full scholarships to athletes uh, for athletics. But if you have good academics, they can tie together a pretty affordable deal. Uh, depending on where your GPA is at. So I think that is fantastic advice. I cannot echo it enough. Get your grades up <laughs> because, I mean, yeah. look, there's there's athletes and, you know, even an athlete of of your skill and your explosiveness and versatility, <laughs> if you had a 1.98, that phone is probably not ringing just because you know, yeah. 
the the team GPA matters. And if you can get your GPA up and, you know, do the student part of student athlete there, it makes you hard to recruit. So be like Jaden on and off the field. Three nine GPA. Congratulations. That is awesome. I have to give you some kudos there. Thank you. Definitely have to give my dad some kudos, dude. He, he was on my butt a lot about that. Hey, we, hey, we love it. And that's what that's their job, right? As, as parents is to to bring out yeah. the best in you. And, yeah. you know, you, you shouted out your pops here. And here's a I, I guess now that we're here at the end of the interview, more or less, I just want to give the time because, you know, we strongly believe here at PMC, it takes a village. There's a support system behind every great athlete, every great person. And we just want to give you the floor here and take as much time as you need to shout out anybody who's been important to your academic or athletic career that you'd like to thank on the show. This would include friends, families, coaches, fellow players, or whoever. Go ahead and just rattle them off as, as much time as you need. Yeah, so I'd definitely like to, you know, thank my family, my dad and my mom. You know, they, they've supported me my whole life and they believe in me as much as anybody. So really got to thank them. You know, they've helped me out with everything from schoolwork to even practices to, uh, you know, everything being an athlete. And I just really appreciate them. My sisters, uh, you know, they were athletes, too, and they uh, supported me through all that. And they they worked out with me sometimes when I didn't have friends available. You know, they, they did what was needed. And, um, you know, my friends, my friends and me were all very good athletes and uh, we're all very competitive with each other. And I think that really helped us through the journey because, we, you know, there, there was a lot of games we played against each other. And, uh, you know, we got out and got active and worked out and uh, it was really fun. And um yeah, I'm just really thankful for those two groups because uh, I think they've really helped me through the journey and I would not be here without them. Yeah, no, I, I think that sounds like a great sports system and a, a similar one that we hear from a lot of athletes. And I guess, you know, I, I'm going to kind of steal this bit from from other pods that I heard. But uh, if you want to go ahead and I mean, look, you're you're a aspiring college athlete now, which like you said, it's a bit of a business and it's a bit of a brand. So where can where can the listeners find you as far as social medias and whatnot? Yeah, so uh, I'm on Instagram and uh, um, JT Thomas 22 is a uh, is my Instagram. You can find me there and uh, Twitter also. It's the uh, same exact username JT Thomas 22. So uh, if you want to follow me. Those are my two social medias. Perfect. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you get a couple, couple extra follows and, you know, during that process, uh, hopefully uh, stumble across some PMC posts that uh, we were able to uh, edit you in. And, uh, you know, uh, Jaden, I just want to say thank you so much for, for taking time and, you know, just, joining us here on the show and, you know, getting to to talk some ball and getting to know you as well. We are very excited for your opportunity here. And, uh, you know, we, we believe in you here and uh, know you can do it as long as you put your mind to it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Cody. I, I appreciate everything you guys have said and um, I'll continue to follow you guys as uh, Playmakers Corner. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And, uh, once again, everybody, make sure to follow Jaden there on those social medias. 
And while you're at it, go ahead and find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter as well at Playmakers Corner or at Playmaker Corner on Twitter. We are also on Facebook and TikTok here where, you know, Jaden does already have a TikTok out. So go ahead and hunt us on there at Playmakers Corner and give us a follow on all of those. Go ahead and like all of our stuff, review and uh, comment and interact with us as well. We appreciate all the interactions. So make sure to find us on all of there. We also post our episodes if you're listening to this one you might be listening on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify anchor or potentially youtube so thank you for tuning in through all of those different platforms make sure to follow subscribe like or whatever you have to do to get notifications for all of our latest episodes from all of those sources we also hope to be returning to our twitch streams as well so stay tuned for all of that as well as well as future episodes and more interviews that are sure to be coming out but i have been your host for this episode cody stoffer and i'll be seeing you around